When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, and this is Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you will join me tonight and discuss with me the Nintendo 64 And quite frankly, I have been absolutely excited for this for the longest time because, ladies and gentlemen, the Nintendo 64 was my first game system, and I cannot tell you how grateful I was that I had this amazing game system. Because the way I see gaming today, as much as I love the PS4, I love the Xbox 5, I love the Nintendo Switch even though I rarely play it. I miss the Nintendo 64. I will one day go to a classic retro video game store. I will purchase an N64. And if I'm able to get one that somehow has been never been used before, I will take the opportunity. But I gotta make sure if I find a game that's never been sealed before, I will probably buy it, but I will not use it to open the game. I will use it as decor because if it's a copy of The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, In a sealed case that had never ever been removed from box, ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a very unique and sacred artifact in the world of gaming. I would be committing sacrilege if I opened, if I tore the box open and then put the game and used it to play. Some of these things, ladies and gentlemen, are quite unacceptable, inexcusable, and most importantly, unforgivable. Sorry, I had to get that out of my system, folks, okay? Because I, I honestly believe if you run into a classic retro store and they have a game, if it's Zelda Arcuna of Time, if it's Majora's Mask, if it's Donkey Kong 64, if it's 007 GoldenEye, Super Mario 64, Super Smash Brothers, the list goes on. If it's one of the classics and it's still in the original box, you would not have it in you to have the urge to open it because you want to keep it in the box because, like I said... It is a treasured artifact, it's one of a kind, it's super rare, and just imagine 20 years from now it's going to be even more rare, you can make a whole lot of money selling it. So you might as well do the right thing. So getting to the N64, to this day I cannot tell my dad how grateful I am that he got me an N64. Unfortunately for him and my mom, I'm sure they would end up regretting it because once I got the N64, I became the kid that did not like to play outside, 
that did not like to go do certain things. I had no interest in tennis, no interest in karate, no interest in piano. That's just me. I just had no interest in it. But of course, when they exaggerate and say that all I did was video games, I say, Mom, Dad, with all due respect, that is 100% not true because I did not just do video games. I would go on the computer, I would research, I would learn things. And I would read books, okay? But anyway, so for the N64, what a way to introduce me to the world of video games. Now sometimes I'm asked, do I envy those who had the Super Nintendo or the original Nintendo before me? Perhaps, but not really, because I never had any interest in those kind of games. I did play the Super Nintendo before, I've never played the original Nintendo. Now they're great, th they're, they're certainly great systems, they're classic, there's no doubt about that. But I'm going to be honest folks, I never really had the urge of saying I need to buy a classic system and play those games. I still don't have that urge today, I probably never will. And this is with all due respect. But there's a very, very good friend of mine, a video game expert a high collector of classic video games by the name of Chris Smith, who, by the way, served our country in the United States Air Force. Chris has been a good friend to me. He's been a mentor. He's been with me. He's cheered for me. He's helped me get through the rough times in school. Chris, if you're listening to this, dude, I love you. Thanks for all you've done for me. You're still rooting, me, rooting for me to this day to succeed in my journalism career. And I can't thank you so much for all the times you've invited me to your home to share with, to share with me all these video games experiences. Thank you, Chris. This is for you, buddy. But anyway, so for the N64, I can't tell you how many games I've played, but I can also, I can tell you all these games that a lot of people believe are classic, but I certainly had no interest in them. Now, a couple of games that I really never had interest in, but I did play some, but I didn't find them fun, would be, one of them is, is Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Stadium. Uh, a game called um, Bad Fur Day. Uh, another game, you know, and I'm looking at Banjo 2, although I did play Banjo Kazooie, but Banjo 2, I never liked it. And, you know, Jet Force Gemini. These games I, I never had any interest in. But the, but the one particular series of games on the N64 that apparently everybody loved, but that I, that I never had an interest in, would be Mario Party. That's right. I never liked Mario Party. I did play the first one. I just didn't like it. Why didn't I like it? I'm going to be honest with you, folks. I don't have a particular reason. Well, okay. No, that's not true. I don't have a good reason. Other than the fact is I just simply did not like it. I don't have a problem with the game. I don't have any criticism for people who, who love the Mario Party games. I just see it to the point where it's just not my kind of game. Okay. And I had this conversation with another good friend of mine who's been a very good friend with me for 16 years now. Went to school with him. Not college, but, you know, went to middle school with him. Went to high school with him. We used to go to, we, we used to, you know, study theater together. You know, he's a really good friend. His name is Kyle. Kyle, if you're listening to this, dude, this is this show, this is also for you too, my dude. But I had this conversation with Kyle because I was always the PS2, Xbox guy. And he was always the, the Nintendo, GameCube, and Wii kind of guy. I was first-person shooter. He was not really about that. And when I told him, and I told him that, yeah, I have no problem with Mario Party. It's just not my. It's just not my kind of game. And he and he didn't really ex ex actually. He didn't demand for for a huge explanation because he felt the same way with these Call of Duty games. He says they're cool games, no doubt, Alex, but they're just not my type of game. So Kyle and I 
very good friends. We see eye to eye on many things, but of course, when it comes to video games, we're totally different. But being the good friends that we are, I would play some of those games he would suggest that I had no interest in, and he would do the same. And we would learn a couple things, and maybe there was things that we that would interest us in those games. So, there's another thing about gaming that's an art. It creates friendships. It improves friendships. It really takes friendships to the next level. It helps friendships last very long. You know, all these games on the Switch with Mario. We, okay, so I didn't like Mario Party, but I loved Super Mario 64. I loved Super Smash Brothers. But you know, I'm going to be honest. I'm all about the game Mario Tennis. I actually found that game to be pretty interesting. <laughs> never really spent too much time playing Mario Tennis, but I certainly loved it. And another game I never had interest in, you know, there's also Mario Golf, never played it. You know, there's, there's Kirby, the crystals, you know, crystal uh, shards, Yoshi's Story. I don't remember if Yoshi Sword was on the N64, but you know, the, the Star Wars Episode 1, the Pod Racer, it was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1, 1 and 2 on the N64, which games I played all the time. There's actually an episode of the show I did on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, so Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is actually a huge part of my life. Another game, you know, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. You know, me being a lifelong Star Wars nerd, I mean, that was definitely a game I was certainly going to get my hands on, but... But now I'm looking at the list of the best-selling Nintendo 64 games. Of course, you know, not surprising, Super Mario 64 is, is the one. Nearly 12 million, 12 million sales. <coughs> or Mario 64 right under it. GoldenEye 007. <laughs> Ocarina of Time. Super Smash Brothers. I mean, these five games are the games of my childhood. You know, Donkey Kong 64, I mean, that at number seven, that's actually pretty surprising. And I did play Donkey Kong 64. That was a fun game. I'm going to be honest, when it comes to the games like Super Mario 64, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Donkey Kong 64, Banjo-Kazooie, those kinds of action-slash-adventure games, I love them. They're, the stories, the plots, you know, the lengths of those are amazing. It's going to take you a while to beat those games, but that's a good thing. It's a good thing. If the game's length is pretty long, that's a good thing, folks. Because if a game is too short, that's not cool. Not cool one bit. So anyway, these action-adventure games. I mean, I'm trying to think of more of those games that I just uh, named that I remember. Of course, you know, of course, you know, this Maj Majora's Mask. You know something, you know, my story with, with Majora's Mask is... It's quite funny, as a matter of fact. Because I've always been an Ocarina of Time kind of guy. But I remember one time my mom went to Blockbuster, you know, um, you know, there was this thing, you know, after video game, after my parents were kind of tired of always me playing video games, you know, eventually when I did some counseling when I was in, when, when, when I was in the fourth grade, when I was, you know, putting my school life back together after leaving a dreadful school that I went to for so long, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to get into that story. But when I went to uh, Valley Ranch Elementary in fourth grade, the school was taking care of me, you know, I was a, a special needs kid, you know, um. With a learning disability, I was going through some counseling, going through some testing, and I would tell them, well, all the people who were treating me that you know, I, video games was my thing. I loved it, and of, and of course, they would speak to my parents and they would say, "Well, if Alex loves video games, you, you're gonna, you're gonna have to deal with it." So my mom came with came up with the idea: if I if I get good grades, if I get a good if a good good score on my test, I I, I, I get a new video game as a gift. And on, on one particular uh, occasion, 
I did an extra credit assignment and I got a 100 on it. So my mom rewarded me by renting a game for me and I said to her, "Well, mom, I want you to go out and pick out a game for me. I want you to I want it to be a surprise." Because you know, I surprised her with this extra credit thing because I didn't tell her I was doing it. I told the teacher, "I want to surprise my mom." So of course, she goes to Blockbuster and I'm guessing she's, you know, she's I'm pretty sure she probably walked around the row of the N64 games at least 5 freaking times. To find the game that would be suitable for me. Because she knew the games I was playing. So she wanted to find something that was in a category that was me. Okay. So she found The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Now folks, there was a game that really was a major challenge. But before I get into Majora's Mask, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in 120 seconds. See you then. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize for this thing being about two minutes long. You know, I have the sponsorship deal, and then I have this option for programmatic ads to play. And and I have them on because, you know, it puts money in the pocket. Eventually, it's going to help me pay all my bills. So it's about the building process. So I, I really appreciate everybody who understands where I'm coming from. You all mean the world to me. And, and, and again, you know, you can go ahead and skip through the commercial. You don't have to listen to it, but... Really appreciate the support, and I'm sorry that the whole thing is is annoying. You know, two minutes. Sometimes it's 90 seconds. Sometimes it's two minutes. It's it drives me crazy too, quite frankly. But anyway, so now we get to Majora's Mask. So when my mom came, okay, well the first thing she did is when she handed it to me, she wanted to make sure that this wasn't the game that I already had. And I said to her, "What do you mean?" Because <laughs> it was hard. Cause I remember you know, with my mom's uh. Very noticeable and very cool accent. Sometimes I say it's a combination of a French and a Syrian accent. She's, all she said is Zelda. She didn't say The Legend. All she said it was Zelda. I was, but with that accent, I couldn't understand it. But eventually, when she said it three times, I was like, oh, you mean Zelda. <laughs> so I opened the case. I said, oh, because you remember those blockbuster cases with a, with a cartridge inside, the game cartridge inside. It was a case that just said blockbuster. So, But I read it first. But I, but I read it first because it, it, would, it would be written on it, so. I said, oh yeah, this is a new one. And I told my mom, I'm actually surprised that it was available for rent because this game's really been taken out by storm. I mean, copies have been sold out in, in stores. So, of course, I take the game, go upstairs. Well, yeah. Turn on the game, create my file, and here we go. Now I'm not, don't worry folks, I won't go th- I won't go through the entire game. I mean I'm not actually gonna save this game for when I have an expert on. 
But what got me with Majora's Mask is, I mean, that game, I mean, in my case, I it's hard for me to decide which game was harder between Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, but while as difficult as it is to argue that, the, the, one, the one thing that settles it for me is, I loved and appreciated both games. I mean, the first thing that got to me is that Ocarina, uh, excuse me, that Majora's Mask does not take place in the Kingdom of Hyrule. And the plot in the game is that you have, like, I believe you have, like, what, 72 hours to, like, do something to prevent, like, the moon from, like, crashing into the earth or something like that. I mean, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I just remember that there's a, there's a countdown. I believe it was, I really believe it, I I would say it's probably 72 to 96 hours that you gotta do, you gotta beat the game in that certain amount of time and, and save the freaking world. I mean, that's, that's Link's job, right? To save the world from pure evil. Now, at the game for about, well, you know, the time, you know, there was a strict rule in the house. I was not allowed to play video games during the week. So I, I told myself, I got to make the most of it. So I got to play this all night on Friday night, then all day on Saturday night, on, uh, and all day on Saturday, and all day on Sunday, which I did. I didn't beat the game, but I got pretty far. Then uh, two weeks later, after doing another huge credit, uh, extra credit thing, I had told my mom to get the, the exact same game. I told her, and she asked me why, because at first my parents didn't understand why I wanted to rent the same game, and I said to her, and I gave her, and I gave my mom the perfect reason, because I didn't finish it. I must finish what I started. And I believe, I believe well in that in, in video games. You have to finish what you started. So, so that wraps up the Majora's Mask talk, but this whole thing with, with Arcane of Time, you know, if, if I were to choose which one I prefer, I really have to go Ocarina of Time because I've played it more than any than, than any, any game I probably have ever played in my life. But anyway. But now I want to I take a look at some of these games that apparently seem probably that, that I never played. You know, and I'm looking at, you know, Wave Race 64. I'm pretty sure I must have played that at one time. That must be the, that must be the, the jet ski. Okay, yeah, Wave Race '64. I did play it a few times. It was actually fun. It was you know the um, the jet ski game. Of course, there was Banjo Tooie. Didn't play that, but I did play Kazooie, which was fun. And I noticed you know these games right here. Goldeneye 007, Donkey Kong '64, Diddy Kong Racing, Banjo Tooie, Banjo Kazooie, Perfect Dark. All developed by Rare. <laughs> And of course, not surprising, Star Wars uh, Podracer, you know, Star Wars Shadow of the Emperor are developed by LucasArts. And I actually, I really don't remember playing Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. I have no recollection of ever playing that game. I mean, unfortunately, that, that, I'm, I'm, unfortunately it's, it's not too regrettable in my case, but, well, like I said. You know, Perfect Dark, I remember that game very well. I'm looking at these games. I'll look at you know. Look at that. You know, in, in the top thirty, WCW NWO Revenge. That was a hell of a game. You know, for me, being a lifelong fan of professional wrestling, the N sixty four games, the, the wrestling games on the N sixty four, most of them were honestly terrible, but only a few were actually really good. But for me, the best wrestling games on the N sixty four was WWF No Mercy. And WCW NWO Revenge. Now WCW NWO World Tour was okay. 
WrestleMania 2000 was okay. But but I remember WWF Warzone was absolutely terrible and WCW Nitro was absolutely horrible horrible. So and look at that, you know it kinda saddens me that WWF No Mercy is not is not even on this list. And I, I gotta see, you know, where it is. Okay, wow. WWF No Mercy is at thirty nine. Well that really breaks my heart. But I'm not surprised, you know, W, you know, WCW with NWO Revenge, you know, being at 27, you know, of course, you know, developed by AKI Corporation, Aspect Ace Entertainment, you know, and then I believe developed by THQ, maybe I'm getting that, making that mix up, yeah, published by THQ, most of those wrestling games, I remember that a lot of them were actually published by THQ, but... Yeah, looking at these, you know, all these games that I, Pokemon Stadium Two. Well, I never like, I never had any interest in Pokemon Stadium One, so I would never would have an interest in Stadium Two. But you know, th this is here's the shocking part. <coughs> Excuse me. I never liked po I, I I never liked Pokemon as a kid. I never liked Pokemon. I never had Pokemon cards because I didn't understand the point of having them was. Pokemon the first movie was not bad of a film, but I was never a Pokemon kid, and even to this day, I really have no interest in Pokemon. You know, just stumbled again, a cruise in USA. That was certainly interesting. I mean, you know, I loved these car racing games, but those are the car racing game that I loved on the N64, there was one, you know, NASCAR, I believe, I think it was NASCAR 99 or 2000, and of course, there was Formula 1 F1 Grand Prix. I loved that game. That was actually a game that my dad got me as a as a good great gift. You know, but I noticed there was a time, you know, especially you know, this time where these games were these games that had been out for a, for a, like a year or two that they were they would be on sale for a good price, and and my dad would say, hey, you know what, this is actually pretty cool. So, yeah, but you know, Formula One uh, F one Grand Prix, you know, not surprisingly, it was a gift from my dad because my dad loves Formula One, and I do too. You know, the, the sports games from back then, you know, the main one, you know, me being a soccer junkie and always loving soccer from since I was a kid, there was a, a soccer game called 19, uh, 1998 FIFA World Cup on the N64. I mean, I loved that game. But I know there was another soccer game, but I don't remember exactly what it's called, but I just remember it, it was not as good as FIFA World Cup 98. <laughs> Look at this game, hey you, P hey you Pikachu! <laughs> yeah, that reminds me, hey you Pikachu! That that must that's that must have been from the bundle, because I remember those actually a. Uh, there was actually an N sixty four bundle, a Pikachu bundle, and I remember that this game came with it. And I would ask myself, I wonder, I wonder if um. You know, actually, you know, I take that. I don't, I don't think hey you Pikachu was actually the game. But I remember there was an N64 bundle of a Pikachu one, of a Pokemon Pikachu one. And I, and I used to ask myself, I wonder if all the if the other N64 games work on it as well. I mean, now that I look at it, it's kind of silly that I, that I wasn't sure, but... Uh, but, you know, again, I was just a kid, so... Uh, yeah, leave it at that. I was merely just a kid. But anyway. <laughs> look at this game is... Hmm. Yeah, I really don't see it. It, it, it must. It, it really had to have been. Um, 
that that Pokemon game. Uh, so, we got GD Man. You know, looking at the double seven, the world's not enough. Number forty-five <laughs> sold only a little over a million copies. To be precise, one million eighty thousand. Oh, look at this, Kobe Bryant and NBA courtside. I did play a few of the NBA games, but they never played that one. You know, I remember that. You know, as a matter of fact, I remember those actually these sports games that actually had the athlete's name on it. One of them, you know, Mia Ham. You know, I remember playing the Mia Ham game, soccer game, and then there was uh, Wayne Gretzky's. You know, whatever. There were these these side sports games that were actually sponsored by an athlete, sponsored with the athlete's name. There was one, Mia Ham, Kobe Bryant, Troy Aikman, Brett uh, Brett Favre, Wayne Gretzky. <coughs> I really, I, I really thought that was actually pretty cool, but, uh, yeah. Looking at all these games, I just remember these main games. You know, Perfect Dark, I thought that was pretty cool. Star Fox 64. Oh, the list, this list goes on. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, start closing it out, because I want to just sit here and go, go through every single video game I played, but um, I'm going to tell you all this. The joy of the N64, even to this day, the nostalgia, you know, how grateful I am, it really still impacts me because I really believe without the N64, I never would have been as passionate or as grateful for, for video games as I am today. I can honestly say I wouldn't really be critical on video games if it wasn't for the fact that I studied video games in the N64 back then. As I got older, I started understanding things more, so... So the bottom line is, folks, is that the influence on the, on the N64 had a great deal of an impact on me, and it still has that impact, takes its toll on this day. The N64, one of the finest inventions ever made, and I will one day go to a classic retro store, purchase it, and I will be a kid again. Ladies and gentlemen, Rage Quit is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening. Again, if you follow me on Twitter, you're more than welcome to uh, DM me for any suggestions on any subjects in the world of video games, and I will do my best to fulfill the requests. Good night, everybody. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.